The following is a recording of the Reverend Bill Queen at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia on August 18th, 2019. Thanks for listening. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five and one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, It is going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, There will be scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, But why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The Gospel of the Lord. Lord Jesus, call us in. Jesus, send us out. Jesus, give us love to tell and bread to share everywhere. Past, present, and future. These can be seen as different time frames. They can also represent different mental attitudes. If you are focused on the past to the exclusion of considering the present and the future, you're missing out. If you are focused on the present, to the exclusion of considering the past or the future, you are missing out. If you are focused on the future, to the exclusion of considering the past or the present, again, you are missing out. Any one of these exclusive focuses, if taken too far, leads to a lack of perspective and to a limited view of our place in time. In contrast to having only one temporal focus, Christianity has a perspective that is timeless. In our liturgy, we affirm that Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And we affirm as it 
was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Within our faith, past, present, and future coexist in an inseparable relationship to each other, much like the inseparable relationship between God, Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Our faith is built upon the events of the past, but it has to be lived out in the present. And it is informed by the expectations of the future that come to us as promises from God. We continually live as Christians in this intersection moment, this circle dance of past, present, and future. Another way of thinking about this blending of time perspectives is to consider yourself as being on a pilgrimage. The Camino de Santiago de Compostela, the way of St. James in Spain, is probably the best-known pilgrimage route now. You may have seen the film The Way, starring Martin Sheen, and I think I've heard that some of you may have walked it. Nowadays, you can buy travel guides and apps that map out every step of the route for you, or you could choose to go with a group so that your guide can take care of all of the details for you along the way. But for centuries, pilgrims set out with a lot more uncertainty on their pilgrimages. They knew the destination, the future towards which they were heading, but they were not pioneers. They were following in the footsteps of those who had gone before them, the past. They may have started off alone, but soon might have found themselves traveling in the company of other pilgrims. Often they had to rely on each other or on helpful residents along the way to figure out what particular local route would get them safely to their final destination. Pilgrims traveled light, depending upon gifts of food or alms from others, and they took their time, recognizing that what might be learned along the way, the present, might be as important as what they received when they arrived at their destination. And pilgrimages were often dangerous journeys, as travel in the open exposed them to the extremes of weather, to wild animals, and to bandits. The entirety of our life of faith can similarly be seen as a pilgrimage. We know the destination towards which we are heading, an ever deeper relationship with God and with God's people, both in this life and onward into eternity. We're not pioneers. We're following in the footsteps of those who have gone before us. Especially, we follow the footsteps of Jesus himself. 
We follow the footsteps of the saintly women and men whose lives of faith have left us records of how to lead a godly life. And we follow the footsteps of the lesser saints that we have known personally in our lives, those who have helped us learn to walk in the paths towards God. We're never alone. From the moment of our baptism, we have had parents, godparents, trusted friends, and church families to help us and guide us. We still have to figure out our particular decisions and habits of life, our own particular pathway that will lead us safely to our final destination. The Bible encourages us to travel light through life so that the cares and occupations of our possessions do not burden or distract us. We recognize that what we learn and share along the way of our faith journey is as important as what we will receive at our final destination. And yes, the pilgrimage of our life can be a dangerous journey. There are no guarantees that the road will not be difficult, that detours will not tempt us, or that we will not lose our way entirely from time to time. The way we approach the future of this parish can benefit from this kind of pilgrimage thinking, too. While no one can really know what the future will bring, it is important and helpful for us to acknowledge and share our hopes and dreams for what our future together might look like. And it's important to recognize that being aware of our own individual spiritual journeys helps us direct our combined energies as a parish. There are many ways during worship that we can enter into that timelessness of past, present, and future working together. There are many ways during worship when that awareness of our own spiritual journey may come into clearer focus for us. You may find it in the preaching of the word as it happens from the pulpit. Or, hang tight, don't go away. (laughs) Or, you may find it in hearing the proclamation from the words of Scripture that come from the lectern or from the proclaiming of the gospel in the midst of the people. Or, you may experience it here in sharing Holy Communion at God's holy table. Or, you may experience here at the font as you are reminded of your own baptism and the promises that you have made to live out that baptism. But wherever that pilgrimage for you starts in this church, 
that pilgrimage, that spiritual journey cannot stay within the walls of this building. When you were baptized, you were given the Holy Spirit within you to be a guide and a strength to carry out Christ's ministries. And one of those prayers that we say during the baptism is that the baptized will be sent out into the world to witness God's love. Going out into the world to witness God's love. That is the most important ministry that any of us can do. And what we do here in church is just the rehearsal space, the training ground, the practice field. Witnessing out in the world takes our heads, it takes our hearts, it takes our hands, it takes our souls working together. It takes all of us doing that out in the streets, the businesses, the homes, wherever you go in Richmond. Taking God's love, God's joy, God's grace that you experience and practice here to share with other folks. That is a tremendous responsibility. You heard about that great cloud of witnesses that's described in the reading from the book of Hebrews today. Well, there is that great cloud of witnesses in the past, but right now, you are the cloud of witnesses. And it's your job to witness to God, to Christ, and to the Holy Spirit. With Charlie's arrival today, this parish starts a new chapter in its long and faithful life. And I'm going to be watching very carefully from not very far away. <laughs> not Charlie so much as the witness <laughs> that this entire parish is going to continue making and the witnessing that each of you will continue to do as individuals, as Christians. I will certainly keep you in my prayers to do that very faithfully. I ask you to keep me in your prayers. God bless you all.